Now on the tee, it's Maddie and the Caddy. Here's Matt Barry and Michael Collins. Your weekly day box dysfunction is back alongside the Caddy, Michael Collins. I am the Maddie. This is Maddie and the Caddy, the podcast. You know the rules, social media at Maddie and Caddy. It's both Instagram and Twitter, M A T T Y, the word and. C-A-D-D-I-E. Before we get too deep into today's program, we need to talk about our friends at Theragun. Yes! Discussive daily life weighs on all of us, whether you're an elite athlete or caddy, just a regular person trying to get through the day. Muscle pain and muscle tension is a real thing. That's why we both use Theragun, the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed, and power. Perfectly weighted and ergonomically sound, Theragun's unique multi-grip design maximizes ease, comfort, usability with zero stress or pressure on forearms, hands, or wrists, whether you are treating yourself or others. They sent them to Caddy and I. Yep. They are amazing. Yep. (laughs) I always fire mine up after a workout. I golfed 18 holes Saturday and Sunday this weekend, walked both times, used it pre and post. Awesome. Naturally treat any lingering pain, stingers, anything, get your life back. It's awesome. Try Theragun risk-free for 30 days or your money back by going to theragun.com slash Maddie. Theragun, T-H-E-R-A-G-U-N.com slash Maddie. And for a limited time, listeners to this podcast, get a free charging stand. That's big with a purchase. That's a $79 value. Again, Theragun.com slash Maddie. Theragun.com slash Maddie. Hey, just so people know, if you're not ready, when you first use these things, they have different different setting, two different speed settings. Yeah. You can, and if you're not ready for the most powerful one, you'll charge yourself with assault because <laughs> it is it'll give you a beating. And, but it's in a good way. I don't know why you. I don't know how you use it before, before you go run. I couldn't. If I used oh. it before I went running, I would just be like, it'd be. I'd be the blob. So before, before everything got locked down with coronavirus, and we were doing, I was doing my back and forth to West Palm Beach, Florida. I would use the Theragun, and we're out of advertisement now, but we're telling stories about that. <laughs> but I would use. This is how good this thing is, and we actually you. talk about it, right? I, I would do it on my thighs and like my upper butt, both sides, just to like yeah. loosen it up. Loose. I would I would run two miles longer than I typically would because it just felt good. Wow! And then the golf thing, it, it really is amazing. So uh, check it out, Theragun.com/slash Maddie. I guess I did just morph back into advertising mode. All right. So our boy, there's a couple things we're going to discuss today. Okay. One, our boy, our boy Herrig just wrote a column, ESPN.com. Yep about some of the procedures that are going to take place in conjunction with potentially the potentially. Yeah. Right. That's the thing. Like there's, there's a whole Harry wrote two, two things that two things that I think we need to talk about. Number one, where's tiger going to play? And number two is the procedures that the tour is talking about. And then I can give some true reaction from players, uh, who will not be named and what their honest reaction was when they first heard it. So, and I, I'm curious to, cause I know how you feel. Number one, I know how you feel about, what do you call it? Pity sports. So I know that when you saw 
Ricky Fowler and Matthew Wolf versus look at him. It's just I wish everybody could see the face that you're making right now. Like you just smelled someone farted in the car and didn't roll the window down. Like that's what you look like. <laughs> like so it's gonna be Ricky Fowler and Matt Wolf against uh Dustin Johnson and Rory McElroy. And that's a pit that's that's your category of pity sport. Who calling you? Some one of those bot numbers from because oh. I have a nine four nine area code. I get more nine four nine calls. Sorry, that's Anyways. all right, man. I get them calls too when it ends up the music starts playing here. Tish house you show wing. Yeah, Jobby. I get that too. Who I is know. That? I don't know, man. It's that Who's and the agent on the other end. I don't know. The warranty, the second warranty on my car has apparently been going out too. And <laughs> last night I started getting text messages that says my Bank of America debit card locked. Which is funny since I don't have a Bank of America debit card. There's a lot of things going around right now. A lot of scams, man. I got. But anyway, get... your pity sport. Yeah, yeah. Back to the pity. Back to the pity sport. So you're not, and and they're doing it before. This is where I'm kind of on your side because this is where I'm like, see, this is no one's picking up on the shadiness of this. So let me get this straight. These four dudes are doing their charity thing with the PGA Tours involvement. And tailor made so now that the PGA Tour is involved, boom, it's a go. But the Phil Tiger, Peyton, Tom Brady thing that hasn't been approved by the tour because the tour wants to get their little piece of the action and they ain't got it yet. And so they haven't approved that one yet. So the tour's version, good to go, man. Put the advertisements out, which is gonna be awesome. But the one that the that the tour's not involved in, but they still got to get a check. They ain't approved yet. Now. That makes me go to your side a little quicker. No one's going to watch. No one cares. That's not true. It is true. We we can see through this. Lots of people are going to watch. It don't, you know what? No one cares. Let's, let's do this. What do you consider a successful viewership for this? 100,000. 100,000 would is 100,000 online. 100,000 online. Let's say 100,000 streaming and Half a million to a million on TV. You know what? Fine, I'll buy that. Because that, because it's got, a, like it's going to be on Golf Channel. It's going to be on right. It's like it's not. It's, 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 so, um, it's Saturday to Sunday afternoon. Like, what else are we going to do if it's raining and if it's raining outside and we don't have our masks on? Or like today when I went to Sam's Club, the people who didn't have a mask on weren't allowed in. You should have seen some of those faces, boy. They was. Mask shaming is a thing. Oh, it's not even shaming. If you don't have a mask, you're not going in. There's no shame. Uh, I thought your part of the state was open. Florida is open, but we also no. Well, I don't know. Palm Beach County, Broward, Dade, all of my—they're all closed still. Oh, okay. Well, Latchua County's good to go, but but you have to. You are at last night at midnight as we record this Wednesday, Tuesday night midnight Wednesday. Today's Tuesday there, big boy. Oh, it is? Wow. Yeah. See, that tells you how COVID I am right You're there. Up. I'm just, all over it. Yeah, man. So anyway, Monday night, then at midnight, Tuesday morning, if you go out, you are required to have a mask on. So really? restaurants and stuff are open, but you are required to have a mask. Here's something stupid. You're required to have a mask to go into the restaurant? How are you going to eat with that how mask? How are you going to eat? Right. 25%. So they won't let you in. If you don't have a mask, but of course you can't eat with the mask on. Let and me so ask you something. 20, let me ask you something. Go ahead. Twenty five percent. 
is what with the this, capacity is. With this latest pity sport. I want to know, are they going to be on the same course together at the same time? Yes. So why can't you just add 60 more players and call it a field? Because four guys are easier to manage and social distance than, well, a hundred and number one, you can't do 60 guys because the last thing you're going to do. That was just a roundabout number. I don't, I don't, give me a standard field. 120? 140. Okay. So let's say 140, 140 to 140. How many of those dudes can't get to the United States? Let's, let's dwindle it down. For the sake of this conversation, 120. All right, no, but let's let's say there's a 144-man field. So that's 288 guys. Now, for four guys, you know how many volunteers you need? None. Right. For 188 guys and all those flag sticks and the golf balls and all that, like, it's there is a innumerable amount of people that it takes to put on a tournament. You know how many cameras you need for four guys? Two. two. Yeah, two, three max. You know, three, to- three total, maybe. You know, because guys, the guys who are doing their broadcast are just going to be guys who aren't even on, on site. Like, Tariko and them dude, they're not going to be there. They're going to be back in studio. Yeah, and they about- can do it. Yeah, so what? Like, that's fine. But for a full-blown... Tournament, tour- like, come on, man. It's there's no. That's why it's it's so much different. That's why golf. It's easy to play the sport of golf. Social distancing. It's impossible for the other sports. It is not. It's harder to put golf on TV than to put the other sports on TV. But the other sports can't social distance. So we had touched on this a little bit last week with some of the protocols taking place. Uh, the self-testing at home. Um, and some Here's of the- a good one. What do you got? What happens, let's say a player, because they want to test every single day. Yeah. This A player brought this one up to me, and Pat Perez said it on the show. He goes, what do you think is going to happen if a dude's got the lead of the tournament and then comes back with a positive test and gets DQ'd on Sunday and isn't allowed to go try and win? That's what happened. Well, that's, that's, that's what happened. That's the breaks. Yeah, you think that's not going to end up in court? What if it's a false positive? Then again, I, I don't want to re- redo last week's podcast, but it's going to have to be a thing where, because everything's so unique right now, you just have to be okay with whatever goes. So you think dudes, because the biggest pushback are dudes wearing face masks. Oh, I right? would, I, if I were a player, I would refuse to wear one. I tried to wear a face mask today. Like you have to wear it to go in the Sam's Club, like I said. And I I had it on, and by the time I was only in Sam's Club for maybe twenty minutes, tops, mm-hmm. me and my son, and it was so hot. Oh yeah, like trying to breathe was it was such a labored process, that because it was a material mask, one of the ones that had been made, mm-hmm. and so it was just like. It was not working. Yeah, those things aren't dry fit. Yeah, nah, nah. Nope. It's like, you know what it's like? It's like farting in Gore-Tex. Okay, thank you. Please explain. So Gore-Tex is wind, water, and moisture proof on the outside, but it is on the (laughs) inside too. So when you fart 
in a pair of Gore-Tex <laughs> pants. Three hours later, when you take them pants off, that mug's still in there. Like, it ain't going nowhere. So that right there, when you have a mask on, you feel like you're just breathing the same air over and over again because the circulation of fresh air coming in is not the same. So if it's a layered mask, you know, people are like, oh, we're sewing masks and making masks. If it's the wrong material, like a canvas type, yeah. Whoa. You saw people are going to start passing out. I know. Just the mask thing for this, you, they need to, you know, evaluate that closely as I just get an associated press alert uh, for some hot, more pity sports in the golf world. Oh, more? The European Tour is going to hold a five-week virtual slate starting at St. Andrews. The European Tour is going virtual until they can resume tournaments. Lee Westwood, Martin Keimer, Mike Lorenzo, and Eust Luton will compete from their homes in the BMW Indoor Invitational. It consists of a five-hole, 18 rounds at some of the tour's most famous courses using the latest simulator technology from TrackMan. Huh. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Only thing that the only thing that is difficult with something like that is chipping and putting. Fans will be able to watch in the European Tour social media channel. You know what though? European Tour social media channel is golf's best. They're the best. They win consistently. They destroy the PGA Tour and everybody else. Now I'm starting to get annoyed. Why? Why is it? I I can't. I don't want to go down this. I'm not going down this road again. You just get. You just hate. You absolutely hate the fact. But you're also not cool with with no fans being at events. I feel like we're being patronized. As fans? Oh, hey, little fan guys. Since there's no golf, we'll play on our track, man, to scratch the itch. I don't need it. Okay, what? Then you don't miss sports enough yet. No, I miss sports the way they were. Well, you, uh, sorry, like, okay. That's like an alcoholic saying, I miss drinking. Well, you're not going to be able to drink no more. Like, like sorry, man. You've already taken the Masters and the NCAA tournament from me. So okay. I think, like we talked about, what stage of grief am I on, by the way? I think now you're you're more like re- you're resigned. Now right. you're just like, you know what? Fine. Do whatever you want. You already I don't took care. my two favorites. So <laughs> fine. Like you're past anger. Last week was anger. Now you're at resignation. You're you just like, to, you know what? Whatever. You, you do whatever you want. I don't care. This track man tournament BS at me. But what I do, I do want to talk about, because I thought it was notable, uh, last week, and er, earlier this week, both Brooks Kepka and Roy McIlroy celebrated their birthdays. Yep. Brooks, astonishingly, just turned 30, and Roy McIlroy just turned 31. Yeah. We are now seeing two of the great players of this five, six-year era leaving their 20s and now in their 30s. Okay. What say you about them now moving into that new decade of which Young Gun is over, now they're in their 30s? Here's what's scary for where they are right now. Imagine keeping the physical talents that you had in your 20s, but now having the headspace of 
someone in their 30s with experience. Right. And that's what we should be prepared for. We now can be prepared for the partying and I don't know consequences of being in your 20s is gone. And now the responsibility of being in your 30s is there, but your physical abilities remain. Yeah, because you have, you basically, by the time you've hit 30, you've been around like these guys have, you've pretty much experienced it all on the golf course. Yes. And the, off, and off too. And right. Young gun, marketability, Nike, tourist, you know, sponsorship. You, you've done all that. I'm talking your about party stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All, Every, of, all of it. All you've of been it. a 20 year old. Yep. And I found it striking when I saw that both of them, Brooksy 30 and Rory 31, I'm like, my God, these dudes are now in their 30s. I know. It just makes you feel old. It makes you feel old, but it makes you feel good about golf because two of the best players on the planet right now have another decade of dominance ahead of a barring catastrophic injury. And, oh, yeah, there's a group of guys that are – just 21 and 22 yes that's what i'm saying so it's like the the first wave of 20 year olds has crashed so we got like dj brooks ricky rory all of these dudes well ricky i don't think yeah he might have just turned 32 anyway we but that wave of guys is now definitely not the elder statesmen but now they're in the meat of their potential as golfers they're in their prime prime. 31 years old ricky fowler 31 rory 30 brooks kepka yeah so these all of these dudes now like jt all of those dudes are in their absolute prime but then you look at guys like matt wolf uh you name it you name all the young dudes cameron champ like all of these young guys now that are coming up it's like well if these guys turn around look behind them they're like we can't chill. Right. And see, that's the thing. Is you look at the group behind the young 30-year-old, you got Justin Thomas, 27, Jordan Spieth, 26. So you've got young 30s. But then go to Colin Morikawa. Right. Yeah. Go to early, like Colin Morikawa. You know, Matt, Wolfie's crazy young, too. Like, those dudes are just early, early 20s. John Rahm, 25. Whew. I just can't remember a time, and obviously we're victim of the circumstance, but I don't know that golf has ever been this healthy in terms of stages of superstar from the young 20-year-olds that you're talking about, Victor Hovland, that click. Correct. Middle 20s, Rom, Spieth, Thomas. Yep. And then young 30s with the guys right. that you had mentioned between DJ, Brooks, yeah. Rory, Rory, and Ricky. Ricky. Yeah. And then, oh, by the way, the 40-year-olds acquitting themselves quite nice. <laughs> yeah, they're doing all right. It's like up and down. If you look at golf up and down the age scale, you go, huh, all right, the tours. It makes you even more mad that we're not playing right now. I agree. That's what I think, why I think you're going through grief. Is you're going through grief because we understand looking at golf right now, up and down the board from late 40s, the whole way down to early twenties, even right. not like not even twenty one. The gamut is like holy cow! If we could get these dudes on the course. It is game on. Yeah, but 
we can't get him on the course. And now if we do get him on the course, you should have heard some of the reactions from some of the players when give it to you me. know when it was brought up about so let me ask you something. Let me ask you a question. Ask away. You think golf takes a long time? Pro golf? Okay, so this is an interesting question because from a TV vantage point, no, because they're hopping around from group to group to group to group to group. Yep. But if I were to walk from with one group yep. from 1 to 18, I would say, yes, it takes a long time. Yeah. Imagine how much longer it's going to take if the caddy has to step away from the bag on the tee. Yeah, the white prints and the whole, like, that, how much time overall is that going to add? And then what kind okay. of it? enjoyment is that going to be have you asked any of these players that are vocal about it at least to you off the record all of them said there's no chance that that's going to stick all it's going to take is one one guy has a couple of has a bad hole or two and that goes out the window so are they willing to and i think this is what this boils down to overall are players at least any that you have talked to willing the risk. Take the risk. Willing all to- of them. Okay. All of them. That's all that I think we need to know. All of them. Genuinely. The, yeah. All of them are just like, you know what? Let's just get back to it. You know? It's going to be, like we talked about, go or get off the pot. Simple as that. You know? And so, because we're in that zone right now, I think, I think where the issue is going to come in is in travel for the guys that aren't in a position to take private jets and whatnot. Cause I think two things, one, someone's going to get exposed to it either through traveling at an airport or on a rental car. Since now there are not going to be any more courtesy cars that you're going to have to all get your rental cars. I, I guess it's going to be through Avis cause they're the proud partner of the PGA tour now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, someone somewhere down the line is going to get it. And when that happens, that's what's going to be now what? Now all the guys were like, look, man, we just got to get out there and we got to go get off the pot. And if somebody not only gets it, but then ends up hospitalizing on a respirator, then it's going to make you reassess just how bad you want to be out there. I know. At that risk. That's the thing. Like, because... No one in the golf community has had anybody have to go through that. No one's seen, like, imagine imagine if Rory or his wife, imagine if, imagine if Ricky or his wife, imagine if one of these guys or one of their wives does get it, and now they're on a respirator and pictures of that go up. Like, okay. hey, remember how confident we thought this, like, this ain't happening to us because we feel invincible. Because that's what we feel like. We feel invincible. Like, come on, man. We ain't getting it. It ain't going to happen to us until it does. And then when it does, now what? What you going to do when somebody you know, you see the picture of them or their wife on a ventilator, and you're like, oh, snap. Like, I brought this home to somebody. Like, this is not okay now. Okay, so let me, let's 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 unpack that for a minute. I agree with you. Because I think we're all... It's like Mike Tyson used to say, everybody's got a game plan until they get punched in the face. That's it. Now, I want to say this without sounding like I'm being cavalier about what's going on. No, man, this is a safe space. Well, yeah, it is, except we release it to the world. 
<laughs> I am not going to minimize the severity of the disease. Yep. I also believe that we know enough of the science to understand who is most at risk for what you're talking about, ventilators and death. See, I don't I think don't, I don't agree with that. Oh, I do. I don't. Well, I, I don't. I don't, I don't agree that it, the science is. I don't agree that we know exactly how this affects. We don't. Here's I say it this way. I don't think science knows why it affects different people in different ways at different that could be at different stages of their life. So if you take two 40 year old men or two 30 year old men who are in good shape and eat seemingly a, a relatively good diet, one guy ends up on a ventilator and the other one doesn't. And we don't know why one doesn't, one doesn't. Okay. But there are, there are um, examples of people that have severe asthma Yep. Um, certain things that would qualify under the underlying conditions qualifier. Absolutely. There are also people who are more prone to getting pneumonia than others. Yep. What I think that has been done, just going to tread lightly here. What I think that has been done, there has been more national coverage of the deaths. Well, of course. Than the, the facts of the deaths. Well, it's now, because, there can be real quick. Yeah, scare stuff can, sells. Go there ahead. can be a tragedy of a young, healthy person mixed in there. Yep. Just like there could be a tragedy of a young, healthy person mixed in with the flu, pneumonia, right? Other unforeseen circumstances. Yep. So that's why it is of my opinion that if it's Rory and his caddy, a thirty-one-year-old, I don't know how long old his caddy is, Patrick Reed and his caddy, yep. our boy Kessler, like. If you are otherwise young and healthy, I do believe that there's enough out there. If you look at the numbers and the death rate, you can get that on the cdc.gov mm -hmm. of, the, of the numbers. I just think that it's going to end up doing more harm than good if we don't allow these players and these athletes and these humans to go about doing what they were doing, understanding there could be a risk, but the risk doesn't mean death because we risk our lives every day when we leave our car, our garage in a car. Yeah, this is yes. This is and that's, the, that's yes. the struggle I'm having. Yeah, yeah, I'm right with you, man. I mean, the struggle that I'm having too is like our bodies. Our bodies are in a battle with viruses and outside agents, allergens, every single day, all day long, twenty four seven. Like that's our, our we're we're in a we're in a battle like that all the time. You know, there's there's battles going on inside our bodies now with bacteria and all kinds of stuff that that battles more. I just the one thing the one thing that I am still on the fence about, I get I guess because and it's because I don't know. And, and I think that's one of the things, too, that is scary for sports. And and I think that's what the the, the fear of the tour is. The fear is. If one of our if we go out and try and do this, even the perception and the look, I think that's gonna, what's I think that's very important to the tour is how does it look? So. When we go to Fort Worth, Texas, if Fort Worth requires everyone else to be 
to wear a mask when they go out. Mm -hmm. And yet these guys are on the golf course without masks. That's a bad look. If the PGA Tour is testing players, caddies, officials, medium, if if they're testing people every day Mm -hmm. and yet testing isn't available to the general public, that's a bad look. And I think they understand the repercussions of that as well because backlash will happen. Now, the other thing is, like, what what happens when the tour goes back out to play and a couple guys test positive? And then, like like the NBA did, like one guy does, then another guy, then another guy, and it starts spreading through. Could the PGA Tour financially survive the hit that's going to be coming? Because we know, especially in today's world, that the backlash of what people would be like, see, that's what happens. You got exactly what you deserve because you guys, all you worried about is money and bottom line and all those, all those people that are responsible coming after. Like, and we know it's going to last for three, four days, whatever, because that'll be the soapbox. Yep. So could the PGA Tour survive that? And I think that's what also they have to take into account. Like, let's play worst case scenario, and can we survive what happens if that does occur? Because there's that chance too, and I don't know. But see, and that's where I say the conversation, big picture, has to be. I'm of. I don't think you can be rogue case by case, meaning that state of Texas and their governor is starting to open things. And you can't go to a state where they're still requiring masks and do it. You got to go to a state that's that's open and you don't need to be wearing masks. But see, that could be like in Florida, county to county. Then you have to make sure that you're going to an all-in state before you go all-in on this idea. But again, I share the view of I think it's healthier for us to be out and resume our lives and expose our bodies to everything that we did while still maintaining respect for one another. I think we should be better from this. I just think in the long run, at the end of this, there's never going to be a right time. There's never going to be a perfect time. It's not going to go away. We've had a vaccine. We've had a flu vaccine forever. It comes back harder and harder every year. Well, we don't have a, we don't necessarily have a vaccine. It doesn't prevent you from getting the flu. It doesn't prevent you from getting every strain of the flu. And that's the thing that we're going to, that we're seeing with this is that viruses have the ability to change. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I just, there's a part, I don't know, man. This is, it's one of those things where it, de- it depends on the day for me. There are days when I'm like, look, man, we need to just chill. Let's sit at home for three months, three more months. Let everything chill a little bit and then we'll come out. Okay. So, but then there's another part of me that feels like you feel. And it's like, you know what? It's time to just go. Let's just go. Like, you know what? We got to, we got to roll the dice and take that chance. We, we got to keep moving because if not this, then something else. Yeah. Cause something else coming after this. That's it. And that that's like, you know, I keep because I'm very because, you know, I'm with my duties at ESPN. I'm a college football host there. And 
a lot of what we're looking forward to now, next step, is, is college football in the fall. And everybody keeps asking, what are, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? What are they going to do? You're, I'm, I'm nervous about that because obviously it's, it's my passion other than golf. But you could start the season when the thing goes down, Labor Day weekend, late summer, September, October, November. And then all of a sudden, this could boomerang back late November, early December. And then what are we doing? Are we going right. to shut everything down again? And so I just don't think golf, sport, whatever, it's no one's – we have passed the point of people feeling comfortable. Would you agree? I do agree, yes. So the fact that we've passed the point of people feeling comfortable, I think as a free society, that since we've been doing this since about March 10th, March 11th, March 12th, I'll never forget where I was. Ironically enough, I was in New York City for a meeting when the NBA had the, the Rudy Gobert situation. Right. But – We've been doing this now. It's May. And as a free country and a free society, at some point, we need to allow our citizens to perhaps make the decision and our sports leagues to make the decision for themselves. Yes, I agree with and that. And if a golfer doesn't want to play in the tournament, that's his prerogative. He doesn't have yeah. to. That's safe. Agreed. But the only thing you have to be careful in saying that is – your freedom and decision to be rogue has ripple effects that affect yes. people who didn't decide to do that. I agree, and that's, that's why this is tough for me to talk about in a public forum. Because, well, that's the thing yeah, that's hard. Yeah, Because it sounds selfish. Correct. It sounds selfish. Like, oh, Correct. let's just get out. And you would need to be very responsible about it. Like, yeah. I'm going to schedule here in Connecticut, the doctor that I go to, they just got uh, – rapid COVID testing and antibody testing. And I want to get antibody tested. Now, is it the one that, that was, it's the one that's approved? You know that the, the FD, yeah, the, they FDA. just, yeah, they came through and was like, uh, y'all hundred. Nah, you no good. <laughs> You're not approved. Yeah, no, they, but, the, but I want to see that if I was one of the asymptomatic carriers. Yeah. Everybody does. So, and that's kind of the thing. I think we're all in the same boat here. Yeah. Whether anybody that listens to this politically aligns with me, with you, with anybody, I think we're all in the same boat. One, we miss and we love sports. Mm. Two, we're all ready to get back to as normal of a life as we can. And three, I think we would all want to be responsible enough so that everybody is safe. Yeah. Every Well, we all want to get back to sports unless it's, as you call it, a pity once. You just you don't want to watch that. All right, let's wrap up on this. Regular sports. But hold up. I got to ask you about the Tiger thing. What Tiger thing? Where does Tiger play next? Oh, I thought you were going to ask me about his fake match with Phil. No, man. Come on, man. I, I wouldn't do that to you. I can't answer that because I don't know what, what's next. So how about this? Here's the next four, okay? okay? And we already know he's not playing in the last one because there's history there. Okay. So it goes Fort Worth at Colonial. He's played there once. He won't Hilton play Head. there. Hilton Head. Won't play played, there. Played there once. Travelers. Never played there. And then Rocket Mortgage in Detroit. So it goes Fort Worth, Hilton Head, Connecticut, Detroit. He won't play Rocket Mortgage because of the sponsorship. Yep, because they hung him out to dry. The one that I say has the best potential because of proximity is Hilton Head. Yeah, see, I would have said Hilton Head, except the problem is that course. I know. Well, he's, there's no I, way. 
course, I, elim- I, I eliminated it because of course, but he's not going to fly all the way up here to Connecticut when he doesn't have to. Well, so to a quick jump from Florida. Mm, here's the thing. We know how close that Cromwell, Connecticut course is to New York to New City. New York City, which you don't want to be at New York City right now. Uh, unless you got some Nike things going down. Dude, the city is shut down. It is the epicenter it of will not be, in the world. It will not be shut down completely in, that will be seven weeks. That's the last place that's going to go back to normal. Last. Yeah, no, seven weeks from now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Let me seven tell you. Week, nah, man. Seven yes. weeks. Oh, nah. I'm telling you. Seven weeks, it will not be back to normal in New York City. It'll be the last. I don't, I don't say it's going to be back to normal, but I'm just saying corporate-wise, corporate-wise, you can get some things done. So what are my options? Those are my four options? Those are the four options. Here's why I say this. Because what are my options after that? Well, so Tiger's already played two events, right? And he's gonna. he said in L.A. he's probably going to play ten. So we got eight left. So here's my lineup, and this is people are going to go crazy, but here's the deal. The most important thing to Tiger now that he's got 15 majors, he only needs three more, right? So majors is what matters. So if he plays Travelers, then he's got yep. two weeks off. Yep. Then he goes plays Jack's event, Memorial, because you know he ain't missing Jack's event. Then you got two weeks off, and you got the PGA Championship. Where are we now, playing that? The PGA San Fran. Is that still well, Harding Park? Another Evans? hub. Harding Park opened yesterday. Oh, so we're good. Well, I'm not going to say we're good. Let's just say we're opening and let's see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, Valhalla was a on. rumor for a while. You know that. Well, yeah, of course. They were talking about that. But, yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, so here's here. now that I know that, I say he doesn't play before Jax. So he doesn't play any of the first four whatsoever with no fans? We know because well that now that adds to it, but we did the story uh, today Tuesday on Sports Center um, about how Rafa Nadal's like, look, I just want, I might just shut it down till 2021, just because it's not going to be back to the way it was. Rafa Nadal said that. So Tiger, because he hasn't done much, I think he might look at this year as a lost year on the calendar, but a gained year in physicality and physical health because he hasn't been playing much. It might just set the table for everything the following year while playing in a handful of tournaments this year, but almost writing it off as like, this was unique. I got a ton of rest. I'm going to be rusty no matter what. 2021, you best watch out. See, I say he skips the PGA Tour playoffs and just goes PGA Championship, five yeah. weeks off, and U.S. Open and Ryder Cup, which are back-to-back. And then uh, three weeks after that, he's going to defend Zozo. And and after Zozo, two weeks off the Masters. You know what I love about you is you're Mr. You know, we got to be careful about getting back. You've already got this guy flying back to Tokyo. Well, you, you think he ain't taking his own plane? Dude, he, you, you think he's going to an airport? Like, seriously? I'll, I'll take it one step further. I don't think Zozo's going to happen. Now, that wouldn't surprise me. And that would actually make – but yeah, you know what? See, yeah, you're right. And how about this for disappointing news? I don't know if you saw it. Um, our PGA Junior League Championship got canceled, canceled? in October. Yeah, oh, or postponed. Oh, canceled. Because I was talking to someone. Where'd you see that? I just got the email. 
I was talking to someone affiliated with that and there was a chance it gets moved to December, but it got canceled. Yeah. Hold on. I have the email here. Cause we were going to call that live this year. Yes, I know. I was already practicing my gym Nances. Yes. A win like 2020. A win for the ages. A return <laughs> to glory. A win for the age list. What is he, 11? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 2020 PGA Junior League Championship and postseason canceled. Local leagues can still be played. Um, I know. I know. I know. Right, now I'm we're saying. officially ending the podcast. All right. Now I know. Now now I'm going into because it was it was supposed to start on my birthday. The the postseason, the league championship and postseason were planned for the championship at Greyhawk Golf Club in Scottsdale, October eighth to the eleventh. My birthday, man. So now we don't get to go to Scottsdale on my birthday and hang out again. And I'm we'd not. Have, we'd have gotten loose. Wait, what? What's the what? actual day of your birthday? Uh, the eighth. Libra. I don't want to know your sign. Whatever. Now you know why I'm so balanced. I try to see both sides. Unlike yeah. you, we just go off the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I said that, I'm going to go jump off my balcony onto the deep end of the uh, grass. Don't do that. Great. You got to go do college football. Jump off the yeah. balcony onto the college football. Yeah, set. so watch uh, the throwback Thursday game, 2002, Miami versus Florida State. Yeah. Miami coming off the 0 one National Championship. We got – I'm hosting it with Jonathan Vilma and DJ Williams. Oh, yeah. And we're going to get back into the day when the U was the U. So. But tell the truth, man. Like, this Ricky, Matt Wolf with the with the fun swing and stuff. Seriously, you're not going to watch. Don't lie. You Don't lie and say you're not watching. When you're watching. It? You're going to be it? watching. It's May 17th. It's the week before Tiger and Phil are supposed to happen. I don't, a Sunday, I guess. I don't know. And how am I going to be able to watch? On a sun, it's free. It's going to be on NBC. Yeah, May seventeenth. Are they going to be sun- mic'd up? Are they going to give me something? Yeah, you know, of course. You know what? I will watch because this is what I said the match should be to begin with: young dudes that don't care about the cameras and all mouth off. So yeah, I'll watch. Yeah, DJ. Can imagine DJ and Rory like talking a little smack. Like Rory. This is why I love Rory so much, man, because he's not scared. Yeah, Rory didn't give a damn. He ain't scared. That's what I'm saying. So see, you'll watch, man. You you know what? Look, I'm being a tough guy. I know. Come back, man. No, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna maintain my hard exterior for now. (laughs) So I will. um, We're we're gonna regroup. We'll be back next week, and let's let's get let's let's get back to the guest wheel next week. See what we got. All right. Okay. I've been bugging you about trying to do that, so we can we can put some things in motion. All right. Let's 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 just toss a line out there and see who bites. All right. Okay. But first, let me ask you this. You keep trying to reel me back in. Yes, go ahead. I'm just want to know as far as guests go. Do you want golfer or do you want celebrity? Which I prefer you... golfer because the golfer is getting newsy right now. Yeah, and next week is next week on Monday is officially one month, four weeks. Okay. So it's it next week is crunch time. All right, let's That's get a player. All right, all right. Well, I'll see what I can do. I, I'll 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 be the one that ends up booking it. But yeah, we'll. Uh... I'm sorry. Who? What? How many? How many guests do you book? If you compare your guests to what one you booked one guest so far, is that true? Yes. Go ahead. Look at you looking up to the right. Count it up. um, Webb Simpson. 
One. Oh, the other guys are for Sports Center. Finau and Kepka. Sorry. See. <laughs> See. <laughs> hey, all right. Yeah, great yeah. point. You got yeah. me. <laughs> so uh, you go right, ahead. So- get, you go ahead and get on that for next week. Then. Oh, I can't wait to drop one on you. All right. It'll be you, me, and Tiger Woods next week. <laughs> For the caddy. Michael Collins. Hi, Maddie. Next week, Maddie, caddy, and the kitty. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Maddie and the Caddy. Check out more great ESPN podcasts in the ESPN app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maddie and the Caddy.